Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today, a podcast for news junkies. We know you can't possibly see all of the great content being produced, though we've tried to bring you several great stories this week. So we're going to bring you one more story, another story that you might have otherwise overlooked or maybe not seen from the right angle on a fun Friday. Our guests bring us these stories. They tell us about the topic at hand and why we should look into it as well. So today we're pleased to welcome back to the program Justin Thurman from the USA Today Networks in Tennessee. Justin, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me again, Kenny. Tell us about the story you found, sir. Tell us why we should look into it as well. Kenny, Mad Mike Hughes did it. Who's that? He's the flat earther who launched himself, oh, 1,800 feet up into the air with a steam-powered rocket so he could prove that the Earth was flat, like a Frisbee. Okay. Yeah. And? Um, and he did this, uh, his, launch, his, uh, his launch vertical angle kind of holder thing was made out of a converted mobile home. He did it out in the middle of the desert, and he's not dead. Well, that's the most important part here. Um, although I cannot find any update on his actual condition, because apparently he was taken away by paramedics. But he did talk a little bit afterwards, so... Did he say the Earth was flat? He did not say the Earth was flat. What he did say about his rocket was, quote, this thing wants to kill you ten different ways. This thing will kill you in a heartbeat. So, uh, and allegedly this is the second time he's launched himself up into the air in a steam-powered rocket. Although, a lot of people are kind of denying the first one because there's no video of him actually getting into the rocket. They just see the rocket going up in the air. I can't believe there's skepticism about a skeptic. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it, Kenny? Um, the best part is he's got, you know, he's got a documentary crew following him. And you know he's got, like, one idea of how this thing's going to turn out. On Netflix. And it, yeah, and it's just going to kind of be the, uh, the opposite of it. It's going to turn out on Netflix, and we're not going to watch that for very long. So, a steam rocket to go 1,800 feet. That, you know, aside from the whole safety issues that apparently are endemic in the problem, which he's discovered now, that's no small potatoes. I haven't set a rocket 1,800 feet in the air, certainly not with a human payload on it. No, it's six six football fields, Kenny. It's pretty high. But you can't see the curvature or the frisbee archer of the earth from there, I assume. You probably can't. That's why he's got another idea that he's kind of going on with after this. There's another idea. Oh yeah, there's plenty of ideas, I'm sure, with Mr. Uh, Mr. Hughes. But he's got an idea where he hits a he has a balloon that's gonna take him up about 68 miles and then he'll launch the steam-powered rocket from the balloon that's already up there and that'll give him the chance to really be able to see this Did he no, have No holes in that. No, well sure. Did he have an idea how high his rocket was going to go beforehand? Uh, I don't believe he really did. You know, the one before went about 1,300 uh, feet up into the air he kept having problems. He kept having setbacks, Kenny. I know it's hard to believe, but a rocket that a man built in his garage that's powered by steam wasn't working perfectly the few other times he was trying to launch. Yeah, and, and, it's, uh, and it's easy to make jokes here, but before we do that, and we're going to, the guy made a rocket at home out of a mobile home platform and steam. I, I, it's amazing. No, you know, 
I, he said ideally he wanted to be at 350 pounds per square inch, but it was dropping to 340, and so they just went ahead and launched it. You know what I do with steam at my house? Sometimes I, I hang a shirt in the bathroom and I get the shower real hot, and I just I, I use the steam while I'm also having the shower to wrinkle out the shirt a little bit, to smooth it out I a little did, bit. I did that on my trip this week, Kenny, after getting out of the out of the plane and getting to the hotel. You know, it's just good use of steam, but... <laughs> It's a secondary yeah, use. Better uses. Yeah. You know what I didn't do in that shirt, though, was get in a rocket and go 1,800 feet in the air. That would uh, that would have been amazing if you had done it, Kenny, because you, know, you need to wear some protective clothing, not a button-down. <laughs> exactly. But you know what I have done in that shirt is I've gotten on a plane that has gotten to altitudes higher than 1,800 feet. I want to say I was over 30,000 square feet this week, Kenny. So what, Why didn't our hero... Day? today just jump on a jet <laughs> that's a really good question kenny and i think that could only be answered by a 61 year old limo driver who doesn't believe the earth is flat thinks the way to solve it is to build your own rocket and score a hulu um, deal right of course i don't know he could be on crackle kenny you know that's that's where all the good products go uh so has he not seen, do we know, Felix Baumgartner's jump out of a balloon? Because at this point, you've really got to have a high-stakes balloon game if that's his plan C now. Yeah, not, not sure about that. You know, I mean, it, it's hard to know the what someone who, you know, follows in the great line of flat earthers like, you know, former reality star Tila Tequila hip-hop artist B.O.B., NBA star Kyrie Irving, and pro wrestler A.J. Styles. What, you know, when you're in that kind of community, who knows what you know? It's a science renaissance. Yeah, I hate to say that we unfortunately have to blame, you know, she blinded me with science author Thomas Dolby because he (laughs) named an album with Flat Earth back in 1984, and it all comes from that. Is it that? Or in my mind, I hadn't thought about the Dolby connection, but I just thought this was the one bad history lesson we're taught in school that Columbus thought the world was round while everyone around oh. him was telling it was flat, which was obviously not the case, but that's what we're taught at some point in our young lives, and that's the one that sticks. I'm not sure, Kenny, but I do know I want to name my uh, early 80s electronic music cover band the Thomas Dolby Connection. That's a good plug. Yeah, that's a good nice. plug. Have you, you seen? See us on Thursday night. <laughs> um, but will the audio quality be any good? No, absolutely not. Well, we're that... actually playing. We're playing through a uh, an Amazon speaker that we bought for thirty dollars. <laughs> uh, going straight through that. So it's in complete defiance of everything that Thomas Dolby would stand for later in his career. Did Mike Hughes? shoot a video that shows him climbing into and out of the rocket. Every clip of this I've seen so far leaves me a bit skeptical that there's a person in this thing. So allegedly there is video of him climbing into the rocket. The only video I'm able to see is this rocket going up in the space off of the modified mobile home trailer. Um, and some of the video of him coming down, which, uh, you know, I do assume that, you know, that they say he had to deploy two different parachutes to get this thing to slow down a pace that didn't just kill him so i think you know or of course i guess you could easily fire that remotely and make it look like you were up in there you, you took a mobile home and you turned it into a <laughs> launch platform 
Yeah. You, you got steam to work in the way you wanted it to. And I'm not I'm not belittling that point. And put something into the air at a pretty good height. You'd think you'd figure out a way to mount a GoPro inside. That kind of was my thought, too. You know, I, I'm amazed you don't have first-person footage of this. Apparently, he was inside this thing with just an altimeter to see how high he was. Oh, that's going to kill you in ten different ways. Absolutely. I miss one of the best parts of this, Kenny, because his idea for the balloon, he calls it a raccoon. So I just think this thing has to be painted up like a raccoon. And maybe even Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle. That's the only way this can go well. But does it go, <laughs> does it go well for Rocky or Bullwinkle at that stage? That's a good question. I mean, what about the kids, Kenny? What about the kids who grow up loving Rocky and Bullwinkle? Because kids watch that today, right? No, no, they don't. So I guess that's not a concern anymore. Speaking, I do love Rocky and Bullwinkle. Speaking of kids, for the publicity factor of all this, if the balloon thing goes off, is Falcon Heen going to be a part of this endeavor at that point? Falcon, you might remember, was the person who was not in the balloon that went across a fair amount of the western U.S. several years back, but was hiding in his parents' attic. I believe affectionately known as Balloon Boy, right? 2009. Is uh, he going to be involved? I think you have to get him involved. I mean, surely he's a flat earther too, right? Or maybe he's not. And that's the whole point of this, is you put the two of them together so they can duel it out over which is right. It's not a buddy cop movie. It's not a it's not a road movie, it's a balloon movie. It's a balloon movie. I think it's a buddy cop balloon movie, Kenny. I think um, I think you've just balloon. found a new genre for Hollywood to exploit. Yeah. Well I think Balloon Boy is obviously the one who uh who's kind of the 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 Mel Gibson character from uh, Lethal Weapon who you know doesn't follow the rules <laughs> and everyone thinks he's suicidal. Or maybe that's both of them actually. <laughs> okay, so here's your quote from Mr. Hughes, who was in The Rocket. My story really is incredible. It's got a bunch of storylines, and it goes on and on and on. And in addition to the balloon thing, he apparently wants to run for governor. Of course he does, Kenny. He lives in California. He's, you know, he's he's as, he's as qualified as many people who've run for governor. We've lived through some of those celebrity candidates in California before. Absolutely. I mean, he follows up the governator very well. All right. What else does Madman Hughes not believe in? Well, you know, Madman Hughes obviously doesn't believe in the tooth fairy, Kenny. So he's got this plan. He's going to pull one of his teeth out and put it under his pillow, and he's going to wait up all night. But he's got to act like he's asleep. So he's been practicing his fake snore for months. <laughs> I buy that. I could see that. What do you think of it, uh, that his next one is, Kenny? What does he not believe in? I believe that he does not believe in the powers of refrigeration and its preservation abilities for foodstuffs. He lives that's, in a desert. <laughs> he took a mobile home where you might put your things, and maybe he has another home, but that's a place that you could put things like a refrigerator and perhaps meats and delicious cheeses. And preserve them and keep them for longer. But no, he does not believe in this. 
I I don't think he believes that uh, Obama was born in the U.S., so he's got an expedition planned to fly his rocket to Kenya so he can get to the bottom of this, Kenny. I don't think he believes in aeronautics. (laughs) Okay. That's a good call. Um, I don't think he believes in the uh, adage, no shirt, no shoes, no service. (laughs) But he does believe in Jimmy Buffett. No doubt. And the power of love. Now, does he believe in Huey Lewis, then? We all believe in Huey Lewis, Kenny. What's not to believe in? Bay Area legend who <laughs> turned himself from small-town or small-time small time singer in a band into one of the 80s biggest stars with, you know, not that much talent. But a great party-time vibe. Do you think that Mike Hughes believes Marty McFly went back in time? There is no doubt that uh, Mike Mike Hughes thinks Back to the Future is a documentary. It might be the inspiration for what he's going for here. It very well could be. Although he's he's sure that Back to the Future 2 is complete fiction. <laughs> well, who would expect the Cubs to win anything, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's say the balloon thing works to some degree, and, and at least in terms of his survivability that he might might or might not prove or disprove his idea about the flat earth. Let's say that he then comes back to earth from great heights and he runs a limited campaign for governor and he gets a very minor amount of the vote, but somehow we are still talking about the guy because it's a quirky story and he's good for sound bites and he's happy to give them. What does he do after all that? Um, do they still have celebrity boxing on Fox, Kenny? I think him and Neil deGrasse Tyson could go at it. Who do you got in that fight? Uh, Tyson, I just saw like a couple of pictures of this guy. Tyson's got a big weight advantage on him, and I think he's pretty scrappy. You know, Hughes is sixty-one, but I don't, I don't know about the 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 wingspan. You know, that could be. That's true. That's true. Of Plus, course, you know, he's 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 a de- he's desert tough, Kenny. Desert tough, and now the stress tests involved with all of this, you know, that that might hurt. Uh, Tyson in the later rounds. Neil deGrasse, not Mike. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face, Kenny. (laughs) Mike Hughes could tell you all about that. We've got links for this story (laughs) below the audio player. And we want to thank Justin Thurman from the USA Today Network, Tennessee, for taking the time to join us today. Justin, thanks again. Thank you, Kenny. This is the best story I've heard today, flat earth or not. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll share it with others. Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon.